Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Matt. Hello there. It's like fitting, kind <laughs> of. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Star Wars Celebration Weekend. Celebration has just begun. It has. Anyway, what are we, uh, what are we doing? What? (laughs) Ah, Bruce. Uh, Gamers 2 Podcast, April 12th, 2019. The year of the goat. Is it the goat? Is it really the goat? No, it's not really the goat. What is it? I don't. We've gone over this. We can't leave questions unanswered. Oh, we've gone over it. I wanted to just make a joke. No jokes. (laughs) (laughs) No jokes. No Batman references. It is the year of Earth Pig. That's right. It is the year of the pig. Oh, sorry. Earth Pig. I don't know what that means. It's different than Spider Pig. Is there a lunar thing? Like a lunar pig? Maybe. Oink, oink. What's next year? Next year's the rat. The year of the rat. What year were you born? Is. What? What year were you born? Uh, 92. 92. You're a monkey. Well, that basically says everything you need to know. <laughs> what were you? The dragon. Uh, I don't know about that one. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Anyway, what a yeah. What, is, what is, type of podcast is this again? It's, it's supposed to be a, a like a video game nerd podcast. I guess Lunar New Year's or nerdy, or maybe just, or just cultural. Maybe kind of fits in. Sure, yeah, it fits in for me somewhat. So I started watching this anime. Oh boy! <laughs> All right, yeah. So what have you been doing in the last seven days? <laughs> So the new anime season started, and one of the animes that I, I watched the first episode of is called Fruits Basket. Fruits, plural, singular, basket. Yes. Okay. I think. Hold on. I mean, I'll believe Yes. You. Fruits. No. It was weird. I wasn't sure if the baskets was plural or not, but it's not. It's Fruits Basket. Interesting. I have zero idea what the title has to do with the concept of the show, but the show is about this girl... Who has moved in with the the into this house with these other dudes who are all part of the Chinese zodiac? 
They are the Chinese Zodiac. Oh, they are the actual entities? Yes. But the weird part is, is when they're hugged by a girl, they turn into their creature that they are. They take their true form. Similar to, like, kissing a frog? Yes. So, at the end of the episode, the first episode, she bumps into all three of them accidentally through a common happenstance thing. And, you know, one of them turns into the rat. One of them turns into the wolf. And which I'm assuming is, I don't know, whatever, dog. Uh, and then one of them turns into a cat, which apparently is some weird 13th Zodiac that was kicked out for some weird Chinese tale. So she had a four-way. She slipped created, on a piece of wood. And created three celestial beings. Yes. Okay. I don't know either, man. We're just along for a ride on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Which is all the animes that are coming out this season. Okay, all wacky. Quick, what's the story? I'm assuming it's like, their classic. Like, your that's cliche. a setting. But what's the story? I don't know yet. Okay, fair enough. First episode. I'm assuming it's the cliche because she's like this high school girl and like she lived name in a anime, tent because she didn't want to. Incon- not a high school girl. Yeah, so there's some, you know, slice of life shit that's going to happen. I'm sure bashfulness yep senpais <laughs> notice me senpai <laughs> oh, senpai. uh what else uh still the the rising of the shield hero is still going on that's good that's good it's all good uh another one called demon slayer and it's got a whole slew of other stuff after it that i'm not going to try to pronounce haven't we talked about demon slayer that was a different one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How dare I think they would have a different uh, name? This one I'm not sure about. Well, we'll we'll see. You weren't really sure about the other one after a little bit. It started sure, out. Yeah, it started that out one. Fine. This one's one. got is a also a weird concept. But uh, kid leaves to sell some charcoal in the town. Comes back and finds his family murdered and like you know by demons. Well, and, of course. I didn't think his family was demons. And the other one, I I. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna watch this one because I'm actually like 120 something episodes behind because Ooh, like there's like catch up. three seasons. Yeah, is the baseball one? Ah, yes, Ace of Diamond, Ace Ace of Diamonds. I'm assuming it's Ace of Diamonds. That would make sense. Yeah. It's Ace of Diamonds. I mean, Diamond would make sense as well. It being a baseball diamond, maybe it is because I wrote down Ace of Diamond. And Ace is the pitcher. Who I would assume. Ace of the Diamond. I should yeah. get it right. So I assume he it focuses on the pitcher. He is the pitcher. Yes. Yeah. You're the ace of a pitching staff. It was fun. The first episode was fun because he's getting recruited by a high school team. Because, like, in in Japan, you know, high schools are similar to, like, a college structure for us that we're we're familiar with. Uh, Some scout saw his talent and was like, we could make something of this kid. Come to this high school in Tokyo that's known for baseball. And then he gets in a confrontation with the, you know, the the batter, the, you know, whoever they're going to go pro, like... Their number one hitter. Ace hitter is, whatever yeah. the fuck. I don't know if they have a name or something. You just, number one hitter, bud. Okay. Just All right. Keep it simple. And the point is that he's... He has that, like, cliche baseball... uh Form, um, not form, uh, physique. Ah, so he big guy, big belly. 
you know, the old baseball cliche from yeah, the Babe Ruth. Yeah. Cliche. Couple, maybe a d- couple decades ago. Quite a few decades ago. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's got this fun little, little thing that's happening there. We'll see. I, I'm not sold on it yet. Cause it's a lot of, a lot of watching that I'm not ready. For. Right. Right. And then, uh, you know, just, just the normal stuff. Uh, the Orville, which is fantastic. Watched the new episode today with Samantha. It was, it's good. It's really good. Um, the rookie, which is actually getting better. Scary thought. Mm-hmm. I watched Deadpool two the other day. I still haven't watched that. It's on my computer. I just haven't watched it. Haven't watched the first one. Watched the second one. I have a feeling the first one's better, but I still haven't watched the second one yet. Um, I have the feeling that I hope it doesn't catch on. I hope they're the only ones. Like, however many they make, they make like three, whatever. Right. I hope they're the only ones that do it that way because I don't think that style of movie would work for. It doesn't for. In other, any other situation. It doesn't for other heroes. It literally only works perfectly for him. I almost mean, like, in general, almost. Like, I, w- well, I just hope, like, no one tries to somehow, you know, capture the lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Um, that's it, though. That's all I got. Playing the division. That's it. Sounds like a watch week for you. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, I don't really have anything I'm interested in outside of the division right now. I'm just kind of on standby. My eyes are like bugging out. Uh, allergies? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I might just go run them under a faucet after this. Uh, yeah, so that's easy enough, I guess, right? Easy peasy. Pull out your fucking... Scroll. Ah, yes. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, scrolls. Scrolls don't make that sound, but they might. Really? If you because you normally don't one handed scroll. Well, if you try to do a sweet like poster opening and it goes this flappiness, you know? yeah, and it just and then it just shoots right back up because it's on a spring. Exactly. Uh, anyway, uh, small list. Small list. We'll we'll trunk it a little bit. Pokemon Go. I'm actually going to call out that I'm playing the mobile game because it's I've been playing it a lot. Or just, uh, I say playing it a lot. I've been opening it a lot. I have not gone walking. You're going to get in on that Harry Potter no. nonsense? What am I, your your fiancé? No. Apparently they opened up uh, the ability to reserve your Pokemon Go name in it. Ooh. Oh. My Pokemon Go name is the same name I have almost everywhere else. And I don't plan on playing Harry Potter, so somebody can have it. You're welcome to it. I'm going to go take it and pretend I'm you and ruin your reputation. I'll I'll flip with you. I'll pretend I'm you. Can't do any damage. It's not already done. Same here. (laughs) Yeah, What? hold on. Wait a second. Ruin my reputation? Do you realize who you would be, like, influencing? (laughs) You might make it better. (laughs) Uh... So yeah, Pokemon Go, The Division, two, dose. Uh, usually, mostly with you. I've I've logged on like a couple times alone, but just done like quick uh, uh, settle not settlement um, checkpoint runs. Checkpoints. And we'll get back on that either this weekend or some other time. Uh, then MLB the show, grinding away, man. I say grinding away, not really, because I can't grind like I did last year. They not don't. Yet, they least. don't. Ha- yeah, they don't have the same 
missions in the games and stuff. So I'm I'm grinding a little differently. I did. I've talked about this. I've stepped up my difficulty that I normally play on for this year. Last year, and unless when I was farming, I was playing on rookie. But like normally, I played on veteran. But this year, I stepped up to all star because it feels way better. Veteran just feels really weird to me. I don't know why. All star feels way better, so I've just been playing on there. It's been going good. Reading. I have picked up a book. Uh oh. Via the Kindle of an Amazon first read for this month. The name of that book is One Word Kill by Mark Lawrence. So two things I don't like already. One, it says it's book one of a series. Is that a recent release? It technically comes out next month. Okay. So, depending on how it ends, I'm going to be really disappointed. Because they're already planning a a series or whatever. Which I get is different to do in books, but sometimes I'm just like, your endings can be terrible. Maybe you should just, like, try to find a list of, like, good single story. Nope, Nope. that's not how this works. Okay. I torture myself. And then I either stop reading it or I can I power through. We need to get you some help. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't pay a person to help me. Uh, the thing I do like about it, so that's the one thing I don't like. And two things. The other thing is that uh, we're still kind of in a, in a slightly slow burn. Like, you kind of know what's going on a little bit, but it's still a lot of... We're still putting a lot of pieces. Like, if you ever do a puzzle, we're still framing the border... Yeah. We haven't started putting the middle together yet. Yeah. We did a puzzle last week, actually. Oh, look at you guys go. Speaking of puzzles. Yeah. So, you know, you frame the outside and then you start in the middle. Mm -hmm. We're we're getting close to finishing the outside of the frame. There's still just a little bit. Uh, The thing I like about it is it's very, it seems fantasy kind of, Mm -hmm. but it definitely walked. The very first little bit is a, uh, like you've seen, you've seen the meme, but explaining it to people is going to be hard. Where you just hear a record scratch and the guy panned a camera and you're like, yeah, that's me. You're probably wondering how I got here. Like it's a very much of that moment where he's like, yeah, so I'm dead. But let me tell you what happened before I got killed of cancer. <laughs> and so now we're into that part of the story. But like immediately he's just like, yeah, I'm dead. Let's talk about it. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, watching. Watching the – let's start in reverse. Been watching Superstore. Seem like finished, a fan. Finished the first season. I'm enjoying it. I'm always skeptical of, of cable TV shows. As is well documented on here, probably. But this one has the problem of being too correct. And that's scary, but good. It's the same thing where, like, I've said this about South Park before, too. Where they're almost satirical parodies of like America mm-hmm. or whatever they're they're talking about. Yes, both South Park and uh, the Superstore, like they're not really the greatest comparison, but they both exaggerate sometimes what they're talking about. But the core values that are being represented are very much alive. Mm-hmm. Like if you are a person that has worked retail, you know the word union is forbidden. That would summon Hades himself and Cthulhu would be right there with him. 
and you would cause a black hole to open in your store and watch it just get swallowed up. Now, for a lot of you retail employees, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> but the way they portrayed unions in Superstore is the moment somebody mentioned union, panic ensues. People are coming down from corporate. Corporate's losing their mind. And it's like, yeah, that's pretty much exactly it. They are scared shitless of unions. But it's it's all real. It's all too real. It's like, yes, there's a slight parody and funny moment to it. But like, no, no, no. That is a real thing that happens constantly. If you even mentioned the word union in our store when we were working, I couldn't imagine how fast something would have happened. I might have to jump on the Superstore train. I don't know. The first episode I watched, I didn't like it. But then the couple, we watched one, I think, one or two. Like one and a half. or Yeah. And it was entertaining. Might have to... I have to jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. So I'm through season one. We'll see how season two goes. Season one's a good season, though. I liked it. And I also think I do benefit from having the retail, like, relating moment mm-hmm. of just being like, this is too real. You need to stop this. How many Walmart employees or Target employees or any big box store employees do you have on your staff writing <laughs> for you? Because it's scary. Uh. uh we're two episodes away from finishing the Grand Tour. Uh, there's a lot of hype on that. Yeah. We got two more episodes. We got 12 and 13. Pretty good so far. Yeah. I've always, I mean, I always enjoy it for the most part. And they're really back to a Top Gear thing after they started. Like, season one is rough. Season two is still kind of rounding the edges out. But season three is... Yeah, it's been pretty solid. Watching some basketball. We're going into playoff basketball this weekend. Any big upsets? Nothing yet, because we play Saturday and Sunday. Uh, nothing, nothing upset wise. I don't think, uh, but we'll maybe there will be. I don't know. You, know. you never know. Rolling the dice right now. I'm watching soccer. Yo, football. 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 Yo, foosball. Ye old foosball. Uh. Yep, that's still going on. Got a couple more months of that. And then I've been watching the baseballs. Oh, Jesus. Is it full season? Are we in the season or well, is it we preseason are in still? the season. We are about roughly 15 games in, a little bit less than that. What's that, like a fucking week in baseball? No, no, no. It's like two <laughs> weeks. There's seven days in a week, Matthew. Well, I don't know, man. They, they cram like 800 games in a 162. season. What's the most games that have ever been done this season? 164. Hmm. Okay. 162 is a regular season, but then like last year they had to play a tiebreaker and then a tiebreaker. Is there ever any talk of the saying, hey, there's too many games in a season? No, no, we're going to expand it. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was talk one time of them bringing it down to like into the 140s. Yeah, because uh, I feel like that's what it but, used to be in the olden days. Well, the olden days, they were all dead of... Cigarettes and beer, alcoholism, and yeah, steroids that they didn't understand at the time, and, and they age. didn't have like you know fast planes and stuff to zip around. Yeah, hookers. I don't know, ridiculous. Every, yeah, but yeah. I've been watching a lot of that. I could get into a whole. We could do a whole breakdown, and it could be worse than FM. And I could run through my power rankings of 1 through 30. I could tell you who players I'm about right now, yada, yada, yada. Well, but you know, when we get a that. slow week. Yeah, when we get a slow week, we'll have Nate's uh, 
Nate's uh, sports we'll do, ball. We'll split it 50-50. We'll do Formula One, and we'll do uh, baseball. <laughs> we'll have so many people just turn it off of me. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, skip? <laughs> like, I'll have to name the episode something like... Uh, skip this one. Super clickbaity. Like, just don't even... Just don't. <laughs> That's it. Just don't. Dot, dot. No, seriously. <laughs> You'll never believe number three. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never know. Is Formula One <laughs> racist? Question mark. <laughs> you got everybody quick clicking on it. Uh, yeah, so baseball. It's a, it's a sport. American pastime. America's greatest pastime. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't give it to football. I don't care what they say. Don't give anything to football. Except concussions. Number one on new releases. If you can remember what day it is and how to get to your local store from all those concussions. Number one is Shovel Knight King of Cards expansion. Also, Shovel Knight had Shovel Knight Showdown come out. And I think there's like uh, three Amiibo pack for Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight had a lot of weird releases this week. Uh, Number two is Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. The trilogy, and that's coming to literally basically everything. Uh, I think PC, PS4, Xbox, and Switch. If you don't know who Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney is, he is solidly meme worthy. <laughs> with the point. With all of the point. Yep. I, Your Honor, I'd like to cross examine that man's pet parrot. That is a line from the game. He does like his points, like. I feel like his, he's got the, he does one of those feel, points where his fingers like. Because I feel like he's trying to do like the weight, but also. This thing, so he's yeah. like, I don't know, it's weird. Uh, number three is Falcon Age for the PS4. Number four is Airport Simulator 2019 for the PS4. Because as you know, I call it simulators all the time on this. Airport Simulator, I hear that's a Jeremy Clarkson uh, fan favorite. He's oh, a really? Big fan of that one. A big fan of Airport Simulator? No, he's just, you know, the oh, yes, loves I, airports I, in general. I get the joke. <laughs> you know, if he, if he did Airport Simulator, I'm sure it would run 100% smooth. <laughs> It just uh, number, wouldn't exist. Exactly. And gone. Blown up. Number five, uh, Vacation Simulator for PC. Looks like it's made by the people that did Job Simulator. Same thing. Number six is Cook, Serve, Delicious 2 for Xbox and Switch. And yes, it is very similar to Overcooked. Number seven, Earth Defense Force Iron Rain for the PS4. That sounds epic. Iron Rain. Earth Defense Force Iron Rain is coming now on the PS4. They knew too much. (laughs) It rained too much. (laughs) The rain was made of iron. It's Iron Rain! (laughs) Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in. Counter to Earth Defense. (laughs) Oh, that was really bad, Arnold. Number eight. Hellblade is officially coming out to the Switch now. Good game. Number nine, Way of the Passive Fist for the Switch. Number ten is Constructor Plus for the PS4, and I'm pretty sure that's a construction simulator. So not only can you have an airport, you can have a construction site. And then you can take a vacation afterwards. Exactly. Number eleven, Labo VR is out. Wonder if that's any good. I don't know. Was Google Cardboard any good? Same, same. I'll start. 
with our headlines of whatever the segment name is that we've never changed in the document, but I think we came up with over a month ago. Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember if we did. It's gone now. We're never going to get it back. Uh, this news segment is brought to you by the movie Black Dynamite. Go watch it. <laughs> Dynamite! <laughs> Uh, there's too many <laughs> things like I'm trying to like all they're all coming in at once I'm like what do I say which one do I say <laughs> I wrote these news before I walked in the room <laughs> <laughs> uh, number one we'll kick it off with some Disney news during an investor day live stream that sounds like the worst day ever investor day during an <laughs> investor day live stream Disney CEO Bob Iger announced that their streaming service Disney Plus will launch on November 12th the price is surprisingly competitive for Disney. It comes in at six ninety nine per month or sixty nine nice ninety nine if paid yearly. That works out to five dollars and eighty three cents per month. By the way, look, Matt's over here doing math for you guys. The amount of content available at launch is quite substantial. With the only thing really lacking is the Marvel movies, which are contracted to other streaming services at the moment. A few things of interest that will appear in Disney Plus are some upcoming live-action shows inside the Star Wars and Avengers universe, as well as National Geographic content because, of course, Disney owns them too. Anything R-rated will show up on Hulu. Okay. Disney is now the majority shareholder of Hulu after their acquisition of 21st Century Fox. So far, Disney has confirmed that the service will be on Roku devices and the PS4, but it's likely that it'll end up on every device by the time it launches. And Disney, in case you're curious, owns 9,000% of the market. <laughs> Good luck not participating. Uh, so ridiculous. I was going to go through and be like, oh, this is all the stuff that's going to be on the, the service. But uh, it's really, it's just too much. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's one of those ones where it's like, yep, saw this basically coming. But then again, when you really think about it, oh, yeah, they own a shit ton. We're like, oh, what would really Disney put on? Disney movies? Like, no, no, no. Disney owns so much of the market that yeah. you just don't think about. Like, Disney owns Hulu. Yeah. They could just shut Hulu down and move it all into Disney Plus if they, you know, really wanted to. If they really wanted to, which I'm curious about the approach because they are like, they're almost, uh, they're pricing Disney Plus and billing it almost like as almost like an add-on type thing. Like, hey, this isn't going to be your main streaming service. This is just going to be something you want around. Right. But in case you want a main streaming service, I mean, we also have Hulu. Yeah. And you can just add this on. If you have Hulu, this will cost you like $3 a month instead of 6 That'd be interesting. Disney out here making moves. The scary thing is the price of, and I wonder if they did this on purpose, the cheapest plan for Hulu combined with the cost of Disney works out to be just about what the current price of Netflix. Ah, the thirteen ninety nine price. Yeah. Well, they bumped it up again, so I think it's well it went from nine to nine ninety nine to thirteen ninety nine. Yeah. So yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting move, Disney. Your move, Netflix man. 
I don't know if they have any moves other than more original content. Hey, they have more Adam Sandler movies to make. Oh, God. He signed on for eight. I think we're through five. Four? Something like that. Click two. (laughs) Number two. Uh, Star Wars Celebration is happening this weekend, so we'll definitely be talking about it next Friday. But we did get a little info that we can talk about now. Uh, apparently, the Star Wars movies will be taking a little break after Episode Nine comes out. Uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger told Bloomberg Television, "Quote: We will take a pause, some time, and reset because the Skywalker saga comes in at the end with this ninth movie. There will be other Star Wars movies, but they'll still there will be a bit of a hi- hiatus." End quote. Um, we were also treated to an image related to the Star Wars game being made by Respawn called Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, the image was leaked accidentally in an Amazon product listing, which has since been taken down. It appears to be a teaser poster that has a Jedi holding a blue lightsaber next to a droid scanning some rocks. In the background is a crashed Republic cruiser, the precursor to the infamous Star Destroyer. Uh, yeah, cool. Um, the one thing I will say about that, they need to stop. EA and their obsession with the the crashed ship ship. Well, Star Wars too. Even like the movie has that too. Chill. With no, they have a crashed Death Star. That's not a ship. Well, in yeah, Force I know. Awakens, the giant one in the fucking uh, desert. I know. Okay. Uh, a teaser for Star Wars Episode Nine was released today as well, uh, but we'll save that for the end when we talk about some other movie trailers too. We'll do it all at once. All the movie trailers at so, once. So, so do you want me to shit on the game yet? Go for it. Welcome to Nate's Court of Strong Opinions. Do we think this game will exist? Uh, Fallen Order? Yes. Okay. I'm still 50-50. Really? There's a solid chance that they pull all this and then they still cancel it because EA is fucking weird. Um, I think Respawn is uh, EA's favorite right now. I, I think that too. And I also think that they're trying so hard now that they you can't pull back after doing it during Star Wars Celebration. You can't. So we don't know. This hasn't been confirmed. I, I literally just read this while I was going to the bathroom before we started this. Best time to do things. Um, and someone on Twitter who is at Star Wars Celebration said that... Um, who's the guy that runs Respawn? I can't remember his Vince name. Vince Zampella. Thank you. Uh, said that Fallen Order is a single-player campaign, no multiplayer, no microtransaction game. EA hates them. I don't believe it. And I, it was a it was a Reddit thing that I saw. Here's and a lot I, of the Reddit comments reflected how I felt, which was, I do not believe this until it's been confirmed by three separate sources and there's visual proof. Yeah. One, there needs to be visual proof post-launch that you're correct yeah. and there needs to be at least three sources confirming it but that also being said it's one of those you remember how all the like this man has six-pack abs yada yada doctors hate him it's yeah. the same thing with respawn and ea right now where like <laughs> you guys wanted a really single a really good single player game with no microtransactions ea hates this man but he still makes a bunch of money want <laughs> <laughs> like, to know how to make a bunch of money in a really good game with no microtransactions ea hates this man like uh I also hate the name. Yeah, same. For, for grammar reasons only. The colon is after the wrong word. Yeah, I don't... It's It seems... 
The colon like, should be after Star Wars, not after Jedi. It should be Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order, not Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I look at the title and I, I feel like it was made by a committee who's like, what words can we stick in there that people will immediately resonate I'm, with and be like, oh my God, no, we need I'm, to play this game. I'm pretty sure uh, they went to Google Trends and went Star Wars. Okay, now what are the next three words that people have been looking for? The Jedi is always in there. The new order. Yep, order is always going to be a thing. Let's put order in. Okay, but like Star Wars Jedi Order doesn't help us. Uh, well, I guess if we're going to destroy Fall, Fallen, Fallen sounds better than like fall, Fallen Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order. Okay, Star Wars Jedi colon Fallen Order. Shut up, Frank. I know it doesn't make sense, but like just go with it. <laughs> the dude flies out the window. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's exactly the. Was it a three panel picture of the yeah. guy that's just like, why don't we just put the colon next to Star Wars and just. All you hear is glass shattering and him hitting the ground. Uh, I'm I'm still like we get the trailer tomorrow. Uh, it's hard for me to so, think that. Uh, so you remember when they announced the game? It was E3, right? Uh, which game? Fallen Order. Uh, if you if you consider Andrea Renee asking Vince Zampella in the crowd, I hear you're yeah. making a Star Wars game, and he goes, "Yeah, I can tell you the title is called Jedi Fall or Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order." And, and then, that whole interaction was like super awkward and, and nervous. Then it's done right there. Yep. And I'm like, "Thanks, Vince." Let's I'm sure. The, honestly, let's listen to the Anthem devs talk for 45 more <laughs> minutes about how their game is going to be great. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm Out sure. Of all things they could have fucking shown at that conference. I'm sure it's possible to put a game together in that amount of time from scratch. Like, not I don't want to well, say from scratch. They've had a from, game since Titanfall Two. Uh, maybe my my bet would be because I'm I wouldn't be surprised that EA told them you're not making Titanfall Three. I bet they were given the remnants of a game and, and, and said, I, "Start I, making something." I bet they were given the remnants of multiple games. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we have I all these assets. It's Can hard to figure for, something out and solve this. I don't think it was after Titanfall Two, but we, well, I'm sure we'll find out more. Schreier, I'm yeah. looking at you, buddy. <laughs> Get on that. Uh, God, my cat's so weird, man. You should just put like a little, uh, you should make a little ledge for him and some steps there, some shelves. It's not even that, like he's fine, but he'll only be there for like the next 30 seconds and he's going to jump down. That's what I'm saying, get some shelves so he can just kind of, no. He wouldn't go for it? That's what that one goes for. He he barely sits over there sometimes. Yeah, because he knows if he comes over here, you'll pick him up and put him in the window. Sometimes. As a good human should. Other times if he's there and he's been like really lazy, I'll just be like, no, come on, jump. Uh, you're you're youthful. Let's go. Come on, get up there, Fatty. <laughs> but yeah, that's we get the trailer tomorrow, so we'll see. Uh, I do really like the poster, though. I think it looks good. It's it does run into the same. It's uh, your stereotypical Star Wars poster. Like, what is one thing you need in all posters? Lightsaber, person, crashed something. Whether it's the ship in Dagobah. Whether it's all the other Star Destroyers that are clearly crashed now, whether it's speeders, whether it's whatever, there has to be a vehicle somewhere in the shot and a guy with a lightsaber. So now what do we have? We have a vehicle, a guy lightsaber on what could potentially be Hoth. Don't know. There's obviously more than 
one snow planet. But I do think that would look really cool, like in a good poster frame. Like if that was a movie poster, it'd probably be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. There just wouldn't be any black people on it in China. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I just funny don't... if you know the episode seven poster story. I just don't want the cliche. You know, I, I'm sick you of. You know, we're going to get it. Yeah, I know, but I'm sick of the Star Wars cliche. That's the Disney's up. You know, they're obviously not happy with the fact that Star Wars isn't performing as well as they thought it should. But when you fucking are regurgitating the same shit over and over again, why do you think it's not doing good? Yeah. So, do we guess that the premise of Fallen Order is that you have to restore the order? Well, we know that's not possible. Well, that's not going to happen. It's Order 66. It takes place after Order 66. Who says you can't still rebuild the council? That's the whole part. Like, Yeah, but we know that they don't exist. But they come... do. But we know they do. No, we... we know they do. <laughs> EA pretends like the expanded universe never happened. Yeah, well, that's because Disney... To Disney, the expanded universe didn't happen. Right. But we know... We know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, <laughs> there's other Jedis that did not die during Order 66. Well, yeah. But that's, this is the irritating part. You're going to get me on a tirade here. This is the irritating part about Disney and the Expanded Universe. They're like, you know what? Fuck the Expanded Universe. And now they're like nitpicking the things out that yeah, they yeah, want. Yeah. Like, they went, mm, Thrawn, he's pretty cool. Let me just take him. <laughs> they oh, what else is good over here? <laughs> they're the people at the, at the cookout that looked at potato salad and went, I fucking hate potato salad. And then went, I kind of want some, like, a little bit of the pickle, though. Can I get some, like, mustard? And they're just scraping, like, yeah. spicy mustard off of potatoes. You're like, you're a fucking heathen. Who does that? <laughs> but, uh. I, I mean, what if, what if, hypothetically, we didn't get the greatest storytellers, and they went, not as bad as the Battlefront 2 story. Not where, like, you get two missions in, and then immediately you're turned. Like, I can't imagine it would be that bad. Mm-hmm. But... In a world where Order 66 has been executed, we know who survives out of 66. Obviously not a bunch of people in the pit, but we know that a bunch of technically, look what, five notables live on. Clearly, whoever that is, is a Jedi. We know of Rey existing in in those other situations. So what's to stop them from saying... You're going to play this single-player game where you explore the Star Wars worlds to recruit these Jedi from other planets and build back up the Council to its former glory to stop the new Sith incursion. What is to stop them from being that fucking stupid? That's Kodor 2. What? <laughs> Once again, what is to stop them from being that fucking stupid because they're not going to remake Kodor 2 unless they call it this? Uh... They say Jedi fall in order, which means you're still you're playing as a Jedi. With a, if you read that the way they put the colon, you're playing as a Jedi. Yeah, and it does it does the subtitle is Fallen Order, so obviously it's got something to do. A, the order is still there, just not the women and the children. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should have had the high ground, man. Should've. There's no high ground in Star Wars, unfortunately. General Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi memes is the high ground in in Star Wars at the moment. Uh. I mean, yeah, 
I'm a high ground Anakin. Don't try it. Number three. PlayStation Network ID change feature. Uh, hmm, my brain broke reading that. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, the PlayStation Network ID change feature has finally gone live. It's free for the first use, but will cost you $10 after that. If you subscribe to PlayStation Plus, changing your PSN ID, stop it, tablet, PSN ID is discounted to $5. There's a list making the rounds of games that have issues with changing your ID. It's no longer a list, a longer list. Oh, God, God, fuck. (laughs) It's a longer list, but signing out and back in seems to fix some of these problems. The list is interesting. Uh, I believe it. And it's. I wonder if they like, were able to fix some since the beta, and then just said screw it. Yeah, uh, the list that has the list that has issues. That's you know they recommend signing out and signing back in, and that seems to resolve most of the issues. Is like thirty games, and then there's like a list of I think ten games that just straight up like it breaks the games, and one of them's everybody's golf. Uh, and then there's like a bunch of there's three old MLB games on there, like sixteen, seventeen, and I think fifteen. Well, good news. We're in eighteen, nineteen years, boys. Moving on. Yeah, it's a bunch of old games. Who cares? Um, let's see here. Number four, Jeff Keeley via Twitter. Keeley is claiming that Epic Games has quietly hired. Jason West to work on their games development. The Jason West? Jason West is a co-founder of Infinity Ward and Respawn. He left Respawn in 2013 and apparently hasn't done anything inside the games industry since. That's true. So that's just his return. Quietly. I don't know why they did it quietly. Quietly. Hush, hush. Hush, hush. Secret, what games secret. are we developing? I think. Fortnite 2. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what? Fortnite 2 would actually work in Electric Boogaloo. They got all the emotes. They've already had dance floors in the game. Just. That's all it is. What if it is another Battle Royale game that's like not Fortnite cartoony, but like, you know, You're more right. in his wheelhouse? His wheelhouse? 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 <laughs> <laughs> it would <laughs> oh, it would be so bad for Epic to do that, but what if they made World War II Battle Royale? I just remembered something. It has to do with the dock. You forget something? I did. I forgot to go back and look up all the Chernobylite crap. Oh no, that's fine. <laughs> I can that's I've I've also counted to where I'm that oh, person, okay. so it's, and it's not even going to be much of a story, so don't worry about that. I'm going to Well, I'm curious about it. I kind of looked at it a little bit. Well, there's a link there if you wanted to take a look, a deeper look at it. I did link that as a purpose. Uh, but, yeah, the... Man, can you imagine... It, it, we're, not, we're way off the topic now, but can you imagine... I would get so much shit for what I'm about to say. Hold on, I'm going to say it really quietly. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> All right, could so be onto something there. I though. could be onto something, but you would get that banned so fast. Yeah, I don't think that gets through valves, and uh, it would be unplayable in Germany. True. <laughs> if anybody's curious, just text me. I'll tell you. I just want to say it so bad. I just want to say. It. I sh- <laughs> yeah. No, uh, no, no. It would have to be battle royale colon. <laughs> <laughs> They're terrible people. <laughs> Honestly, you could just name it. <laughs> and then just don't say anything about what the rest of it is. And just put the pictures out there. And people are like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I'm like, wait till you play it. <laughs> Can you picture being having to be, be like malnourished? and as, as messed up as the concept is, it, it probably would it make a, yeah, a really good game. I just need to figure out a way to call it something completely different. Yeah. But 100% do that. Mm. Uh, game developer that doesn't have anything to hold in terms of stock value, face value, isn't worried about being banned on anything. Hit me up. Okay. I got an idea for you. <laughs> Bioware. You need something? Yeah, Bioware. You need <laughs> you want to compete with Respawn in Apex? I got you, fam. Use whatever engine you want. I'm not EA. Number five. Chernobylite, a game that I saw at uh, PAX East, and I was really pumped for Dewey as well, uh, has finally made its way to Kickstarter, and I wanted to shout it out. 
Uh, I actually ended up speaking. I did not know what his position was at the time, but after I looked at the Kickstarter today, I ended up speaking to the creative director while I was at PAX. Hmm. Fancy, fancy. Yeah, he was the one that was on Facebook. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> they just launched their Kickstarter, right? Yeah, I believe it was this morning. I think. Is it this morning or yesterday? Because they're in Poland, so. They have uh, 569 backers. Not bad. Um, what's impressive is with the 569 backers, they have $37,800. Out of their goal of? Uh, they need 100 Over a third of the way there? Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. I have 28 not, days to go. I have not given yet, but I will be giving. Uh, it's just I, I really want to give the $3,000 amount, uh, but I'm not going to do that. But I want to. Can you skip down to the $3,000 amount? You want the tiers? Yeah, just skip all the way down to there because I want you to read what's in that $3,000 amount. Because uh, it's really funny. It's not funny. It's awesome, but it is funny. It's comical kind of to me. Oh, there's, a, there's a lot of them. Holy shit. No, there's okay. a lot of tiers. There's a lot of tiers. Is it the one of the last ones? Uh, yeah. I think 3000 is like one of the last ones. Hold on a second. I'm just reading... Something. Yep. The the one hundred and fifty dollar pledge is all gone, which oh. is kind of surprising. That's a lot of uh, that's a lot of moolah for people to be dumping. All right. Uh, pledge twenty five hundred dollars or more. Is that the final one? Yes. Okay. I clicked it on accident. Uh, please Who does? Who note does these Eternal Fame Edition. Uh, please note. So first that, off, they okay. called it Eternal Fame. I mean, you know, I have an ego. Anyway. Okay, I see why you'd want to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, all right, I don't see anything special here. Then it's like, amazing trip to Chernobyl. Okay, (laughs) let's go. Yeah, so just go ahead and Uh, list the And you can put in the game as a 3D scanned character. Yep. So list list the whole tier if you you can. Oh, fuck, all right. If you can. Uh, Early access digital key. uh, Exclusive closed beta access. uh, Exclusive demo access. Uh, you get a wallpaper, you get an art book, you get a special thanks from the team. Uh, you get the early access box edition. You get the stalkers patch printed Chernobylite postcards, printed Tatiana's photos, printed map of the zone, Chernobylite t-shirt, physical art book, your name in the game credits, uh, black stalker backpack, uh, three in one black stalker gas mask, uh, stalker jacket, stalker trousers, stalker gloves, stalker. Case you curious, that is a full cosplay outfit for the stalker that you play in the game. Yeah, basically what he said. Uh, the bag, I'm assuming it's better than the nylon Fallout 76 bag. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it looks like an actual backpack. And then a trip to Chernobyl. And uh, you get yourself 3D scanned character in the game. Yep. And I think your name's in the credits, too. Someone bought it already. I believe it. There is uh, one backer who took that. And there's ten. there's nine positions left. So nine out of ten. I believe the deal with the 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 trip to Chernobyl is you just have to get yourself to Kiev, Ukraine, and then they take care of you from there. But you have to get yourself to Kiev, Ukraine. And I was just like, all right, I can do that. Just out of curiosity, when we're done here, we'll look up plane tickets to um to the Ukraine. You have to get to Kiev, I believe. Uh, Gliwice, Poland. Oh. I thought that said Kiev. Gleeweiss? 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 Um, and then we'll take care of you from there. Okay, so yeah. I've only got to get there. 
You got your passport? Yep. Okay. Let's do this. And then we're going to the Chernobyl site, man. We're going into the ex- inclu- uh, exclusion Maybe zone. I can get Samantha to agree to this for a... Um... Honeymoon? <laughs> for honeymoon. <laughs> hey, you want to go to Chernobyl for a honeymoon? <laughs> we'll go to Chernobyl. We'll make a baby. And we'll see how it turns out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't even do that. Don't even make the baby in Chernobyl. Just take your semen... Rub it in some areas where you like you shouldn't. <laughs> scrape it back off and be like, "We need to artificially inseminate you now with this to see what happens." I'll just, <laughs> I'll just walk around and rub my nuts out. <laughs> a bunch so, of stuff. I've talked about it on the Pex Travaganza one, but when I was talking to the creative director, he was talking about how like they have to go because they are scanning the exclusion zone in three D. With, I can't remember what technology is, but they're 3D scanning it with. Yeah. You you get the trip at the thirteen hundred dollar. Yeah, uh, but I but pledge. I also got to be in the game at the twenty five hundred dollars tier. Yeah, but that's a lot of that's a thousand dollars just to be in a game. Yeah, but it's also a thousand dollars just to go to Chernobyl. That's what I'm saying. A thousand dollars less. I mean, right there, that's probably and your plane ticket, and, and both... we stay at some hostels. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, and then we're just walking around in Poland and doing Euro trip. Yeah. Rubbing our nut sacks on radiated <laughs> rocks. <laughs> I, just, I just picture them like doing some modeling and they just turn around and we're just over there, just like animal crouched exactly. Just in like a squat pose, just like, yo, what's up, guys? Hey, don't mind me. This tree looks green. I figured I'd take a shot. A month later, we're freaking what's his face walking around with our nuts in a wheelbarrow. Oh, Randy Marsh when he has <laughs> when he shoved his nuts in the uh, microwave to get ca- testicular cancer so he could smoke weed. Yeah, and he was bouncing on them like a hoppity hip. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it would be, it would be super cool. But they were talking uh, like when you go in, you basically you reach a line or like a border, and they have to clear everything that goes in. Then you go in, go to wherever you can, do all that stuff. takes you forever to do it, obviously, because you're 3D scanning places, so it takes a long time. Then you leave, and as you leave, you're all scanned again for radiation levels and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm assuming there's like a time limit that you can be in. in yeah, the, I, think there's a, that, I think there's a time limit. The exclusion mixed with, zone or whatever. It's a time limit mixed with like the amount of radiation and yada, yada, yada. You still can't go certain places, obviously. You can't go to the core, which would be a ton of fun. <laughs> but, it'd be fun until your skin melts off. Well, it'd be fun until that happened, and also Chernobyl light. Like he's like, you can Wikipedia everything I'm telling you because it's, it's true. But there's like, stuff that's based on science, yeah. or like theoretical science from people about Chernobyl light or about Chernobyl. But then what they call Chernobyl light is the slag that's in the bottom of the core. It's still there. That's what they Chernobyl light is the name of that. Oh. so that's how they came to the the name. So it's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, basically, if you ever touch that stuff, you would just die. He's like, it's it's so well, radioactive, you would just yeah, die. Yeah, I mean, you probably wouldn't even be able to get that close to it, I'm assuming. It would, I you'd bet, already be like... I bet you could get that close to it, but you'd be struggling immediately, and then just touching it would start disintegrating and killing you. Yeah. So. Sounds fun. Yeah, I'm down. What's the worst that happens? I die? <laughs> Give you a dollar if you lick the Chernobylite. <laughs> Teal. <laughs> Uh, we're just walking around in Chernobyl, just licking everything. Like dollar if you lick that tree right there. Yeah, that one. Dollar right. if you lick that two-headed deer. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'll give you ten bucks. You catch that two headed deer, <laughs> or that eight legged deer. It's got twice the speed. Let's see what you do. Is we each come at it from a different side, and they don't know which way to go because they're two heads, and they're like, oh, no, exactly. Just walk at it in the middle. Oh, I can't see you. <laughs> there you go. Heads are the other way. Uh, oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Number six. Imagine if we came across like anything and it was actually like a radioactive mutant animal like that they mm-hmm. hadn't noticed about before, and we're just standing there, and you see a bear walk out with its hind legs and six and two sets of arms, like Goro from fucking <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat, and we're all just like, "What? The? I don't know what I'd do. I, my phone would be out so fast. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, if I died, there needs to at least be visual proof that this thing exists in the world." And then I think, he just looks at us and goes, what are you guys doing? And I go, oh, it talks. I'm done. I, I'm not even going to pull up my phone. <laughs> It'd be I'm one done. of those situations where, like, you see it, you pull out your phone, and you start recording, and you look over at me, and I'm just gone. Because <laughs> I've, like, already started walking away, like, slowly backing up. Or it's not even that. It's I do that, and then I look at you, and I look back at the phone, and he's either gone or the phone just can't see him because he's a vampire. And I'm like, this isn't any fucking good. Uh, that's going to be funny if, like, that's in the game. There, it's supposed to be some stuff, some spooky spooks. Too spooky. Too spooky for me. For me. Uh, number six. A nasty trend has started recently inside the gaming community known as review bombing. Starting? Yeah, you know, it's somewhat recent. Yeah, it's, it's a couple it's years. It's been around for a bit. I mean, if we're talking Spectrum, yeah. It's recently new. Yeah, Spectrum. Uh Basically, disgruntled gamers will give negative reviews to video games product pages as punishment for recent events. Say, like, an exclusivity deal. Say, like, a game they've never played. Say, like, anything they're slightly unhappy with. Like, not enough big anime titties. That's, you know, a real concern. Right? Fan service. It's got to be done. Have you seen the thought about giving Sekiro the ability to get animated? <laughs> yeah, I did, I did see that. Uh, Valve, being the largest gaming storefront, has been at the mercy of review bombing so much so that they've implemented a new policy to combat it. Uh, they got the chance to test it out with news of Borderland 3's exclusivity to Epic Game Store. A day after that announcement, Borderlands 2 on Steam received about 1,100 negative reviews. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, long story short, after an investigation, Valve decided to exclude reviews for Borderland games between April 3rd and April 8th that they deemed off topic. Yep, I like it. Good move. It worked, I think. I think it worked, I guess. Sounds like it did. It's just going to get annoying because they're going to have to do it for more than one thing. Yeah, what I don't, what I don't like, and I didn't want to get too into it, but we'll mention it. Fuck it. Um, someone at Gearbox, and it was one of the higher up people. I don't know if it was the guy who runs Gearbox or not. I don't remember his name. I want to say Randy Wheeler, but I'm pretty sure that's not his name. Could be. I don't know. Complained and said he complained about the review bombing, basically, and said something along the lines of that just validated our reasoning for putting. Borderlands 3 on Epic Game Store. And I was just irritated by that because, like, you know, like, Valve has something in place to combat this. Now. Well, it was in place before the comment was made. It was in, it was in the, the policy was in place and the procedures were happening. Right. It's just never been enacted on in any other game. Yeah. This is the first one. Yeah. 
And then he made the comment, and then like very shortly after that, Valve was like, "Yeah, we've done our investigation. You know, we're going to exclude off-topic reviews inside the state." It's like, dude, chill out, chill. Yeah, but I get it. I it's get the same it. But it's the same thing you start seeing now on R slash PC Gamer. PC Gamer has basically become PC Master Race, except not ironically. Circle and jerk. It's so bad. Epic um, bad. Valve great. Praise Gaben. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, dude, come on, guys. Like, Yeah. I, I went into my whole in-depth thing a couple weeks ago, Epic versus Valve or whatever, and I'm like, just, all right, you know, it's a thing. I'm good. I'm done. I don't passionately want to start a uh, flame war. We didn't start the fire. Strike! Number seven. After the release of Kotaku's Anthem article, Jason Schreier has since followed up with an in-depth look at the future of the Dragon Age franchise. The short version is that Dragon Age 4 was in early development under codename Joplin, Janice himself. Herself. Fuck me. Codename Joplin, and the game would focus on, quote, choice and consequence. And choice. While in a smaller game world than Dragon Age Inquisition. The idea was to cut down on fetch quest style gameplay and make the game world deeper and more reactive. Well, that was cancelled so the team could help with Mass Effect Andromeda and Anthem. Both much better projects than Dragon Age 4 at any given point. Uh, <laughs> Dragon Age 4 developed Dragon Age Dragon Age 4 development was <coughs> was restarted again under a different code name, Morrison. All we know is that this game is supposed to be more in line with EA's current doctrine of long-term gameplay and revenue while being built on Anthem's code base. And I can't wait to see how fucking terrible this goes. Uh. We don't want to use Frostbite. It is always shit unless your name is Dice. We don't want... So some developers <laughs> at, at Bioware were calling Dragon Age 4, the, the current iteration of it, Anthem with... Or, Anthem with Dragons? Skyrim yes. with Guns? Anthem with Dragons. That's I had it right. That's not good. No. I don't know if they know that. I hope they know that's not a good thing. Oh, no, no. It's not. Nothing is good anymore. It's all ruined. It's all on fire. The Anthem of Creation. I can hear it. <laughs> Someone posted a thing today, and it was like the box art or an early poster, and it said uh, the tag. One of the taglines, like descriptions, was a world the gods left unfinished, and it was like the person's like it was. It said it on the box the whole time. <laughs> We've always known. Uh, it's uh, yeah. I don't. I tried to remember the other day when I saw this story. I was like, do I remember how I ended Inquisition? Because we had that giant talk about it when I finished. And I would I would have to go back to where we looked at the wiki again and what each result can be for each character and I go, Okay, that's what I did, and that's what I did, and that's what I did. But Yeah, I couldn't tell you. I mean The only way would be either they pull my choices forward and tell me what I did, or I have to look at the wiki and try to remember what I did. Oh, I I don't even think they'll I think they'll just No no no, I don't think that'll be a part of it, but it technically should be because Solus yeah, specifically. Was, yeah. But yeah, that that game, great story. 
It was just weird a lot. physics. Weird physics again. Yeah. Because they frostbite in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hoping to see Dragon Age Four, but at this point, after what the last two things, I am not touching it. I'm not getting hyped. I'm just okay. Sure, you guys are still making, yeah, anthem with so, dragons. Like, do I if, ride the dragon? Are you telling me you're scale bound but not with headphones? I'm really confused. So if if Dragon Age Four was development was rebooted, right, and they didn't really get started on it until Anthem was finished. Okay. Finished. <laughs> yeah, to say you really, you're really like stretching the definition of the word finished. But yeah, uh huh. So how long before we see Dragon Four then? So you're looking at. Are you saying before or after Bioware breaks away from EA? Um, that's still a long shot that that even happens. But I mean, like, there's there's a chance. <laughs> the my best Forbes put up an interesting article about this, like the three paths that Bioware could take. And the one that was the most interesting was EA selling them to another entity. And that entity being Microsoft. Because they had... Interesting, but I would guess PlayStation. You Really? But Bioware... The thing was... The reason why they said Microsoft was that the history that Bioware has with Microsoft with their exclusives being, you know, on 360 and original Xbox... But, um, I don't know. I mean, if we see Dragon Age 4, I mean, really three years would, I don't know. I don't know. Because they're using, I mean, Anthem's terrible, but if they're starting from Anthem's code base, that's more than they started with with any other game. Okay, yeah, that's more than starting with zero. You're right. But they're starting with 10, not zero. So, (sighs) I might rather just start at zero. Well, a long development cycle for them is probably better than a short one at this point. Right. Which From one? a PR standpoint. Right. And. Three years. It. Mm, Anthem was technically what? Six? Six or seven. Seven, so, I think, technically. I think it was 13. I think it was behind closed doors at 13. For just press people. I don't think they showed it. I'm going gonna, gonna to say six. Maybe seven. We'll, we'll branch out and say maybe seven. But I'm, I'm going to say a confident six. Uh, either way, so push Dragon Age then to next gen. Push. Which well, that that's, would, that's obvious. Because that's only going to give us like two years. How's that going to work then? So here's, here's why I said Sony. Because I think Sony doesn't want to let Microsoft just keep buying everybody as they've been doing. Mm-hmm. And if Sony can't get take two, which I still believe is a potential thing, even though the guy said it was something's actually kind of up which goes into another thing with uh i'm gonna say this one kind of quietly too the a lot of the sony reps that would normally be at xbox will all only work at one which is where take two is happening so that's that was a thing i don't know if if i can necessarily (laughs) ignore that just giant gap of silence but i need there's certain things i need to say that i can't tell if i can actually say out loud But that was that was the insight I, I didn't mention before. Yeah, they were down there instead of up there, and, it, and he's like, "Something's." He actually fishy. Uh, he actually messaged me today to meet him at Best Buy, but I was like in the middle of doing stuff. So yeah, because I told him I was like, "If you're ever in town, just get a hold of Matt or something." Like, if you're doing a demo or something, like we'll just go grab lunch. Like if I'm not if I'm off, even mm-hmm. I would have left work today anyway. 
and just gone and grabbed lunch and then gone well, back for I a little bit. I didn't know that. You would have loved it. He was playing the show all day. Yeah. What are you, why, <laughs> why do you not just text me when he texts you? Or text him my number? Because then I can just jerk off the show with him all the time. Anyway. Ugh. Oh, baseball players. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... If they missed Take-Two, I could see, like, if EA put the feelers out and they're like, does somebody want Bioware? Like, we kind of want to get rid of it, yada, yada. I could very much see Sony being like, oh, we haven't really done anything, and Take-Two doesn't want to go anywhere, even, you know. Yeah, we could, we could pull them on, give ourselves another studio. And if you could get Bioware back to being Bioware and not forcing them to use an engine they don't know yeah. and all that stuff, then, like, picture Bioware. Don't use a Decima engine? Using Decima or using Unreal or whatever, something that they're familiar with. Whoa, buddy! Right? Let's not come in here with good ideas. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What type of podcast do you think this is? Uh, one that I think I know better than most of the people that actually operate inside of Sony and Microsoft. But turns out they know way better than I do. I just like to yell at it from the clouds. <laughs> The armchair developer? Yeah. Armchair dev or armchair, like, uh, there was a lot of good... I'm blowing through time right now, but there was a lot of good uh, conversation, especially, uh, I think it was a lot of the, out of some of the Apex guys and some other stuff, just developers mm-hmm. speaking, where people are like, you guys don't understand. We have 300 people, like, coming up with ideas and trying to implement things and iterate on things and yada yada. So you just sitting at home and going, well, why didn't they just do this? This seems really easy. Like, trust me. I guarantee one of the 300 already thought of that. <laughs> and that's why I don't just go reaching out and yelling at developers, why didn't you do this? I just yell at you and whoever happens to be listening to me like, oh, this seems so simple to me. We just yell at each other. and Right. We have our own little bubble going on here, people. Yeah, this is a pretty decently sized room to fit my ego and part of Matt's. The echo chamber. Is it my turn? Yeah. Your okay. Uh If you're a fan of RPGs, don't lose hope yet. Developer Improbable is making an online RPG that's not an MMO. Can Whatever we discuss that how that's not an MMO? It doesn't make sense to me. And also, Improbable is not a solid name for a studio. <laughs> it's very improbable. <laughs> uh, where was I? Oh, here's the best part. It's their first game. Ooh. Improbable opened two studios last year, with the Edmonton-based studio being the one making this game that we're talking about. Not that we're really talking about much. Uh, The studio is being helmed by Aaron Flynn, the former Bioware general manager. And the staff includes devs from Capcom and Ubisoft. Uh, Former Bioware art director Neil Thompson is the director and executive producer for the game. And in case you're curious, both of those people... Are were big people in the Dragon Age franchise. Pre Inquisition or Inquisition was their last one. Right. Okay. Uh, Number nine. Activision Blizzard pays their employees to let Activision Blizzard track their health. We can really get into the weeds with this one, so we'll try to keep it short and give you just the facts before we discuss, as I'm about to do. Item number one under column A in section B. Activision Blizzard pays employees $1 per day in gift cards if they track reproductive health via an app called Ovia. <laughs> if only you would have said how it was tight. Uh, reproductive. Reproductive. 
I looked at it and corrected myself instead of saying turtle does mix it show, again. Does it show you the red line underneath it when it's no. spelled wrong? Okay. Nope. That sucks I, for you. I, yeah. I don't think I'm just – I am literally winging it over here. That's why I said like you write anything wrong, I'm probably going to read it except for like that where I could catch it. But I mean you literally wrote turtle bitch and I said that. So, so yeah, they pay them a dollar a day to check their reproductive organs on Ovia. Ovia, yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, interesting. <laughs> you imagine I was just getting paid a dollar a day to just go. Still there. It's all still there as far as I'm concerned. Uh, they also have incentives for using Fitbit to track your genitals and other tracking. That includes mental health, sleep, diet, autism, and cancer care. <laughs> <laughs> All the programs are voluntary, and the data is kept anonymous. Uh, I wonder what the incentives are for using the Fitbit. Do they, do they give you the Fitbit, maybe? I'm assuming it's like another monetary thing, like the dollar gift card thing. Right, or maybe like, do they like pay for half of a Fitbit or something like that? Like, Yeah, they could. I can see it, that. Make it a cheaper for you if you want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Activision Blizzard VP of Global Benefits, Milt Ezzard. Ezzard? <laughs> Ezzard? I don't know. It's a name and a half either way. Uh, said the reasons are, quote, I want them to have a healthy baby because it's great for our business experience. Rather than have a baby who's in the neonatal neonatal ICU where she's not able to focus much on work, end quote. And as we all know, his second quote right after that was, that way we can get the baby a phone. <laughs> <laughs> Do babies not have phones? Uh, also, it reduces the company's medical cost. And, of course, the real reason is right there, insurance. Yeah. Uh, Man, the days that we would have had where I would have loved to just walk around to other like, – we would have gotten – so I would have gotten an HR conversation immediately. But I would have at huddle just pointed at everybody and been like – Reproductive organs. <laughs> we all checked in today, right? Everybody's on the app. Get that stamp. Get that dollar. <laughs> I would have done that every Monday night when I closed the mic. He's like, Nate, do you have anything? I'm like, reproductive organs. It's a free dollar. Check them out. Just make sure it's all there. That's all you got to do. Feel around. Lumps. All good. <laughs> and I'm just uh. sta- standing in the middle of the floor just like touching myself. <laughs> It's an interesting idea. I just, you know, it's it's like it's, it's a lot more like a physical health thing than a mental health thing, and that's the part where I'm really concerned. It's so like, yeah, just make sure that you're not dying, and that you can definitely fuck. Uh, yeah. Other than that, like, are you having stress problems? Are your heart rates and blood pressures through the roof? Or do we don't care. We don't track those. Just you know, <laughs> give yourself a little double pump there. And let me know what it feels like. Uh, Get me off this topic. I'm going to okay. just move us along. <sighs> Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, has sold over 2 million copies in its first 10 days. Not bad. Yeah, it's impressive for a game that many claim to be pretty difficult. I am not getting into that conversation. There's, <laughs> I don't know if you know the conversation yeah, I'm talking. I yeah. am not stepping into kind. Con- is, is it? A, it is accessible, a, Nate. Don't don't do it, Matt. It's uh, a really hard conversation to have, and I don't want to have it. Um, yeah, pretty good for for uh, from yeah, software. Numbers are pretty good. Yeah, they're steady. They're uh, they're at tippy top of the mountain. Well, but halfway they're up. only halfway up. Uh, number eleven, Sniper Elite V2 Remastered is coming out on May fourteenth. 
That's it. Thanks for the easy one. I know, right? <laughs> I got um, two. I got two of those. I got Chernobyl lights out on the Kickstarter, and by the way, Sniper Elite's coming. Out. <laughs> How do you feel about Battle Royale in real life? I just made that concept, but about seventy years too late. <laughs> uh, naturally, it was only a matter of time before someone with too much money decided to try it. Uh, IGN noticed an interesting listing on Hush Hush, which is. Quote, the world's leading luxury shopping marketing marketplace. First off, Hush Hush sounds like something that like Ashley Madison would have been competing with. Eh, it's, yeah. Hush, uh, hush. The listing is We're looking... all fucking each other's wives and husbands. Probably the same shits on there. Uh, the True, listing... you can buy and sell a wife and husband. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, here's the, you get a weekend with the Ferrari if you let me have a weekend with your wife. Eh? Their wife eh? better be really good at your trading your Ferrari for a weekend. Uh, well, when you have like, you know, 10 of them, who cares? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't listen. <laughs> the listing is looking for a game maker to help build and organize a three day, 100 person battle royale event on a private island. Uh, players will use airsoft guns, touch sensitive body armor, and be provided with camping gear as well as food. Uh, the winner of the event will get a hundred thousand pounds, or about one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Isn't this just uh, what is that movie with Stone Cold Steve Austin? Condemned. Uh, Same thing. You remember the one with Gerard Butler was a gamer. Yeah, it was a gamer. Was a prison. He was Maggie a prison. Lawson and James Roday are the commentators for that. They're the two like anchor people. Whoever whoever those are. James Roday was uh, Sean Spencer and Psych. Along with a bunch of other things. He's got a new show on, I think, NBC. Uh-huh. And Maggie Lawson was uh, Detective Juliet O'Hara, also in Psych. And a bunch of other shows. And movies. Okay. Not a show I watched. You're missing out, man. Just like that. This is my partner. Methuselah Honeysuckle. What the hell was that? This is my partner. One, the Jazz sp- Hands. The spy guy. that Bird Notice. Yes. This is my partner. They MC. are in the same jar for me. <laughs> this is my partner, MC. Clap your hands. Dude. All right. Got to get in on this. Seven seasons, man. You can burn through it. Oh, God. No. I can't do fucking seven seasons of Game of Thrones. I don't want to do seven seasons of Game of Anyway. Number 13. Teen. Oh, we're in the hour. Oh, yeah. Now. We're in the Wii one. Okay. Movie. Movie trailers. Brightburn. Thoughts, comments, concerns. Uh, uh, Superman bad. <laughs> That's the movie. <laughs> what, um, if, what if Superman was a, a bad boy? What if Superman turned out the way he should have from a bullied killed. kid and just fucked everyone up? Uh, <laughs> I'm interested in that. A cool concept. Uh, you know what? I, you know the one I want to see next. Uh, it's called uh, Superman Dale Suderman. Uh, it's where he has no idea he's Superman and he's a basketball star and then slowly learns that he is Superman and starts flying around the corn. Sh- it's all here. <laughs> uh, new Endgame trailer. It's trailer. It's a trailer. It's Endgame. Let's stop showing it and get to the movie. Here we go. Uh, the live action Lion King. I actually like this one. Uh, I don't dislike it. I just really wanted Rafiki to hold Simba up and they never showed it. And well, I they was can't like, give you on. everything. I, all all I needed was just a. And I never got it. I was I had little faith in this, and then I watched the trailer, and I I really liked the um. The circle 
I mean, obviously, it's not actually live action. But I really liked all the little touches, like the ear twitches and stuff like that. Like oh, the, yeah, the movements was, that were was, like genuine. Stupidly. Like, it was kind of creepy. Yeah, you're like watching them, like, I think lions can talk now. <laughs> if I go to Africa, I will just meet them and then we will commune and it'll be a great time. They won't eat me, I swear. I will ride Pumbaa around and we will sing great things. That would be fun. Yeah, except for the part where the warthog would just gore you. Yeah. yeah. True. Almost, it'd almost be worse than fighting a lion. Probably. Uh, the dead don't die. Oh, yeah. Bill fucking Murray. And Adam Driver. And a bunch of other people. There was a lot of people in that one. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, yeah. but uh, probably like a, maybe not a movie theater, but like a, definitely a popcorn sit at home weekend mm-hmm. move. Yeah. Uh, and then Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> uh, it's not even a good laugh. I don't know. I was I say, not. Do we, do we really have anything? I mean, we said we were going to talk about it after, but do we, do we really have anything? I, I don't know. I was kind of like hoping something would fester in the back of my mind, but I was not expecting the Palpatine laugh like that to come up. Yeah. Um, I just wanted. I almost wanted him to finish it and finish laughing, and then then just say unlimited power. <laughs> <laughs> Unlimited power, and then you just hear just like some really big lightning crash song as they show the name of it. Mm-hmm. Just unlimited, and just Star Wars: boom, boom, the rise of Skywalker. Power, like just the lightning coming. So out the of ca- so they're standing there on the cliff, looking out on the crashed Death Star. You hear the laugh. You hear unlimited power, and then you see purple lightning shoot out from the Death Star. No, no, no. You see. <laughs> You see, like, a really bad lightning effect on the entire title screen. Okay. When it just says Star Wars Fall, and it's just, like, lightning crackling over it. I think they had that in, like, the really old, like, LucasArts game. Speaking of Force Lightning, there was a solid meme uh, that was Vader talking mm-hmm. to Palpatine and not the robot chicken fucking torso <laughs> light, right? <laughs> just use that torso light bright of yours and pay for a new one. Yeah, I'll get like a uh, turkey turkey sandwich, mayo, whatever. Yeah, anyway, I do that whole thing too. But uh, talking to him, and he's like, "You're on this. You're you are now a Sith. Cool. Teach me how to use for, force lightning. We recognize you as a Sith, but we can't <laughs> teach you how to use force lightning." And he's like, "What? <laughs> Twice they've got me." Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have anything. I mean, it's 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 the thing that struck me the most about the trailer was the subtitle, "The Rise of Skywalker." So, do we want to speculate now, or do we want to save it for like a? I will save for next week, for, I guess, or for like one closer when we do like a pre-seeing it. Guess what everything is. Guess Let's the see what driver comes turns out. and goes good, and then so far <laughs> here comes Palpatine comes back. Palpatine's like, "Ooh, I'm the evil guy," and driver get. <laughs> <laughs> I really want him to do that. Just like all floating around. Like, hey, you guys forgot about me. Um, We'll see what happens in Star Wars Celebration. Maybe we'll find out more. I want them so, if they, if he's actually like back, I want them to just show him in the cheesiest bullshit of when he gets tossed into the thing of just like, because they never look down in it. Mm-hmm. I just want the cheesiest thing of him just like holding on. Just that that one scene of him just holding on, listening to the entire conversation that Luke and Vader are having, and him just being like, God damn it. See, I'd want there to be like a net that catches them, and then him just be like, you didn't think we'd have some sort of safety here? Like, 
after an, mm. after a one single way to blow up that no, I don't think they would have a safety net. <laughs> but I just want him to be like caught on something, just be like, that sucks. <laughs> I need another one. Shit. <laughs> just like, def- just like, um, not even defeated. More just like annoyed. He's like, ah, Vader's fucking dead. <laughs> oh, I thought third time was the charm. You know how much like power I did the I did the whole lightning thing, <laughs> and this like this Plagueis story. I can't just keep using the same story. <laughs> it's gonna, people are gonna. Oh. All right, all right. You know, screw it. I, I'm not Palpatine. I'm Plagueis. Like Snoke is this whole. Thing. Like I just he dies. I took his. Yeah. Okay. Like. Well, Palpatine, why do you look so young? Well, you wouldn't believe the facial cream I've been using. No, I sucked <laughs> life out of planets, man. That's why I'm here. I climbed back out of that damn thing and flew away. <laughs> and then when the Death Star blew up the planets, I just absorbed the force that was there. And nobody ever noticed because the Death Star blew them up. So That's I'd... Kodor 2, too. <laughs> Tell me that really isn't, isn't it? Yeah, there's I've a dark... never played Kodor 2. <laughs> There's a Sith Lord who literally consumes planets. Well, I mean, I know that's a thing, but... Uh, His name's Darth Nihilus. Yeah. That, weirdly, is probably horribly fitting. Uh, what is else? He is he a Nihilus? He, yeah, he's, he sucks, you know, he sucks planets. <laughs> Life force. I wish he did it that way, too. It's like, shoves a straw in the planet, just... <laughs> that was a good Capri Sun. <laughs> Dude, I paid $40 for a Capri Sun at uh, PAX. I didn't tell that story. What? Uh, Forty dollars? So, no. So I, I was buying a board game. Okay. Uh, board game was twenty bucks. Okay. No, twenty five. Okay. Uh, board game was twenty five. Expansion was five. So I was like, okay, thirty bucks. I had forty on me. Uh huh. So I go to hand the guy forty, and he's like, ah, now I got to get you change. I was like, or you can just sell me something else for ten dollars, because he had other games. Uh huh. So he's like, yeah, screw it. Like, all these are worth, like, 15 or something. 15, 20, whatever. Just whichever one you want. It, 10 bucks, we'll call it a day. He's like, and I'll even... And he reached on the table. He's like, I'll even give you this Capri Sun. <laughs> oh, you fucking... You got a deal, then. It was me, Dewey, and this random person standing there. And she's like, how long has that been under there? I was like, that, that, that does not matter. <laughs> I was like, it is the end of the day. I'm thirsty. This man is killing it right now. Because you can clearly tell that he ran through his speech already. <laughs> and now he's just like, fucking end this day. Yeah. I am exhausted. And I was like, this man's killing it. I don't care how long it's been under there. The only thing that's actually important, it's not open, and the straw's not punctured already. After that, I'll, I'm good. So I paid $40, got a game, another game, an expansion, and a Capri Sun. What flavor was Capri Sun? Uh, wild Cherry. I, I don't think I've ever had a Wild Cherry Capri Sun. I have. Was it worth it? You bet your ass it was <laughs> worth it. I'm sure it was. It was probably fucking delicious. And he gave us hand sanitizer like four times during his speech. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know he's exhausted. He's probably giving hand sanitizer out to like everyone once. But he's probably just so like on autopilot. He just kept going. Well, like... He had a giant uh, pump bottle of it. Uh-huh. And he just like, and it was the game where you have to like kill yourself by getting diseases. And he's like, but if you keep your hands clean... And then he's just holding it there. I'm like, oh, he wants me to like take some. So I took some and then, you know, rub it all in. And then he keeps going on about his speech. He's like, but we always got to keep clean hands. And then he does it again. 
doing? I just I got four layers of like oil on my hands plus a Capri Sun and I'm like just trying to stab the Capri Sun and I'm like, I'm gonna fucking just slip and stab myself right in the hand and drink my own blood here in about two minutes. Uh so either We are was, way off topic, by the way, and I need to end this. <laughs> either he was setting you up for that the whole time, or he just thought you guys looked really dirty. Or that we were really attractive. Maybe. I mean, that's and He's also, just trying to oil us up. There you go. Grease pig style. Dewey's got some weird effect on people. Dewey's got a really weird effect on people. So, you never know. The amount of women. Do they? I don't. He's a magnet. I don't get it. He's a I magnet. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I mean. We're, we're not. No, no. All right. It's wait, been, wait it's what's been mind blowing about Dewey? <laughs> It's like it makes sense once he starts talking because he's got this charm to him. He's got he's got an interesting charm, but they can almost like sense it before they smell it on him. Yeah, they like they smell, smell it on my him. arrogance. They smell his sweetness, and I'm just like, ah, yeah. They come over to me, and I'm just like, listen, bitch. <laughs> and he's like, whoa, hey, bro, come on, we're just all hanging out. And I'm like, <laughs> she looks like a two bit whore. <laughs> and he's You're like, right. He's like perfect. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're done. We're a whole lot of done. We've been done for over forty-five minutes, probably. We will talk to you guys next week. Wait, hold on, hold on, Paul. I I might have joked you. I might have fooled you. What? What's gotta, next I gotta, week? I gotta make sure. Hold on. Nope. 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 This is all. This is all. It's been a ruse. This podcast doesn't exist. You're living in the future. I need to make sure of something. That's all. Yep, podcast not over yet. Podcast is now over. Okay. I had to make sure there was no uh, listener questions. I was really bad about that. So, yes, we will see you guys next week officially. Two weeks and we get a bonus episode in which I think the theme is freezer things. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.